0: Hi, and welcome to the Survivor's Spiritual Guide to Trauma Recovery, your place for mental, emotional well-being, and freedom for the legacy of trauma. Whether that trauma be childhood trauma or ancestral trauma, this is your place to come and learn all about trauma recovery and what healing looks like through the spiritual lens. I'm your host, Tony, owner, operator, and founder of thetraumadoula.com, And if you are ready to start your trauma recovery journey, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for being here. They say when you speak from your mind, you change minds. And when you speak from your heart, you change hearts. But when you speak from your life, you change lives. You change the trajectory of someone's whole life. And a life is just a soul intention lived out loud. And that my friends has always been the hope of this podcast. I hope that each one of you, if you need your mind changed, your mind changes. If your heart needs a little shift, your heart shifts. And then if you need to change your life, that your life changes in a beautiful and a profound way so that you can find healing, growth, and recovery in whatever part of your journey you are on. I've always been deeply fascinated by stories. As a kid, I was an avid reader and honestly no one could tell stories like my grandma she is a retired veteran and she has so many beautiful funny sad stories they're a tapestry and i think a part of our healing journey is our story It's something that is undervalued by us. We don't usually think of ourselves as a collection of stories and voices and people and the way that our stories intertwine with other people's stories. We don't often think of ourselves like that, especially as survivors of trauma. And sometimes we live a story that's not really our own. We live the story that someone told us was ours. There's so much that people want us to take ownership of. uh, uh, Us to take ownership of. They want us to own the stories that they tell about us, especially if you grew up in a dysfunctional family, which in my opinion, there are few few and far between functional families. I think most families, especially here in the United States, live in dysfunction. I can see this in the way that it's so common for a family to have a quote-unquote black sheep. What does that mean? Generally that someone's a scapegoat. It's generally that there's someone in the family that everyone blames everything for and they have to take that thing on and I'm so sorry if you're that person. It's so often we have been told things about ourselves by abusers, by other people, by the media, by our teachers, our doctors. We've been told so many things about ourselves that we don't even know who we are outside of what other people have told us. We don't know who we are outside of what's happened to us. And me being a believer of stories being a powerful medium for our healing, our community, our collective. It's taken on a life of its own. This idea that our stories mold us, shape us, and grow us, help us heal. And... And honestly, friends, that is where the Chama Dula came from. It came from this recognition that our collective healing was going to come from a deeper place than just speaking or trying to figure out what's wrong with us when maybe there was never anything wrong with us to begin with. Maybe we were raised in dysfunction, okay? Right? And now our dysfunction has become clinical. Our dysfunction has become diagnosable, but maybe that diagnosable thing is just trauma. It's just being the scapegoat. It's being the family clown, the family caretaker. I won't go into our roles and uh, masks we wear now, but that'll be the next episode. But I want to talk a little bit more about this idea. Like I said, growing up, there was no better storyteller than my grandmother. She knew where to start a story. To make it interesting, intriguing, to pull you in and make you feel like you were right there with her on on leave or on the field, getting her boots ready and all the army things, right? She made you feel like you were right there with her in Germany, on base, during room checks. She made you feel like she was right there with you all the time every time she would open her mouth to tell a story. That's the power of a story. When I'm working with people and they come to me with these disempowering stories, these stories that make them feel as if their trauma or what happened to them is all that they are, and then they live like that because that's all they've known. But generally, when people come to me and they're ready to start their healing, we start doing work and things like that, the story comes up really quick. It always starts with this person, that person, my mom, my dad, my caregiver, my grandma, they, when I was younger, they always had me as the person who was the scapegoat they had me as the person that needed to take care of the whole family and so i had to take care of my siblings i had to take care of this i had to take care of that i had to take care of everything except myself because i wasn't allowed to take care of myself because that was deemed as selfish but when i sacrificed when i didn't sleep when i didn't eat When I did everything for everyone else, then I got praise. So whatever your story is about why you do all the things you do now, hey, my super self-aware folks, when we tell those stories, what we're saying is, this is who I am. But you're showing up because it's not working anymore. It's not working. It's not... Doing, it's not moving. And a lot of times there's this feeling of confusion, loss, grief, maybe even anger. Because this story is trying to define you as a whole person when you're so much more than what happened to you. And in a lot of ways, Our stories, all of our stories are generational and you can choose, you can decide which stories you claim and which stories you shift away from. You come in the space of this is who I am, this is what happened. And whether or not that story serves you is dependent on whether or not. You want to continue living as you have lived up till that point, up till now. And so through your shadow work, through your energy work, through your chaos work, because this really is chaos, you are literally dissolving the story you've been telling yourself your whole life so that you can shift. And in that chaos work, in that shadow work, you move to this place of seeing your old stories from a new place. Seeing your old stories with a new light, a new insight. You may even find that as you're dissolving the old story, in recognizing who you were in it, recognizing there's so many players, there's so many masks that you wear so that you could fit into that story, and recognizing that at any point in time, you can shift, you can change, and that the mask that you wear, the roles that you played, Maybe those aren't roles you want to play anymore. Maybe you don't need to play those roles. Maybe those roles, thinking about the self-sacrificing caregiver who never takes care of themselves and does everything for everyone else, maybe those roles were just survival mechanisms for that little person, that inner child. And now, maybe there's different roles you want to play. And as you begin to look at your story from a new eye, a new perspective, a new place, you can come into agreement that you are ready to dissolve the stories you were telling. When you retell these old stories, with a new purpose, with a new light, with a new perspective, you can begin to see the light in the places that you thought had no light. And as you begin to see this light in places that you didn't think light was there, you come into this rebirth this phoenix rising energy and you give up the parts of the story, the parts of your past that are not welcome to come with you in your now moment. You begin to make decisions from a deeper place rather than the place of the inner child or the inner caregiver or the inner perfectionist. Rather from the place of trying to receive love from the places where the darkness told you you were only worthy for what you could do and not for who you are. Rather than making choices from there, you begin to make choices because you have a sense of connection to yourself. And yourself is deeper and fuller than any role that you could ever play. And you recognize that you get to live in a fullness that you didn't think was possible. And that is the power of your story. Your story has so much in it, so much wisdom, so much guidance and your story will always, always point you back to your higher self, to your deeper truth. As always, if you'd like to stay in touch, sign up for the newsletter. If you'd like to sign up for full moon or new moon yoga, the description is in the box below. The link is in the description box below. To get in touch with me, always know that you can email me, write the show. I love hearing from you all. I love those little random messages I get on social media or my email about how you all are liking the podcast. And is there a topic you want to hear about? Is there something you want me to talk about? Is there an energy forecast that stuck out to you? Go ahead and let me know. Send me an email and always send me a a DM or anything like that. I welcome your comments. Please review the show because it helps spread the word about it. And as always, have a day.